Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Friday, May 27th. We have just completed the observance and celebration of Passover and the seven days of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. But did you know that Passover is not really over until we get to Shavuot? There is the counting of the Omer, a 50-day count that takes you up to the next biblical feast, which is Shavuot or Pentecost. The Omer is counted each evening after sundown. This year, Shavuot begins at sunset on Saturday, June 4th, and ends at sunset on Monday, June 6th. We are to stand when counting the Omer, and we begin by reciting the following blessing. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam asher kidshanu mitzvotav zivanu al-sefirat ha-omer. Blessed are you, Adonai our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with your commandments and commanded us to count the Omer. After the blessing, we recite the appropriate day of the count. For example, Hayom Yom Echad La-Omer. Today is the 41st day of the counting of the Omer. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, the Kukotoy, and it means, In My Statutes. Leviticus 27, 11-20 If the vow concerns any unclean animal that may not be brought as an offering to Hashem, the animal shall be presented before the Kohen, and the Kohen shall assess it. Whether high or low, whatever assessment is set by the Kohen shall stand, and if he wishes to redeem it, he must add one-fifth to its assessment. If anyone consecrates his house to Hashem, the Kohen shall assess it. Whether high or low, as the Kohen assesses it, so it shall stand. And if he who has consecrated his house wishes to redeem it, he must add one-fifth to the sum at which it was assessed, and it shall be his. If anyone consecrates to Hashem any land that he holds, its assessment shall be in accordance with its seed requirement. Fifty shekels of silver to an omer of barley seed. If he consecrates his land as of the jubilee year, its assessment stands. But if he consecrates his land after the jubilee, The Kohen shall compute the price according to the years that are left until the Jubilee year, and its assessment shall be so reduced. And if he who consecrated the land wishes to redeem it, he must add one-fifth to the sum at which it was assessed and it shall pass to him. But if he does not redeem the land and the land is sold to another, it shall no longer be redeemable. Second Samuel 12, 1-31 But Hashem was displeased with what David had done 
and Hashem sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said, There were two men in the same city, one rich and one poor. The rich man had very large flocks and herds, but the poor man had only one little ewe lamb that he had bought. He tended it, and it grew up together with him and his children. It used to share his morsel of bread, drink from his cup, and nestle in his bosom. It was like a daughter to him. One day a traveler came to the rich man, but he was loath to take anything from his own flocks or herds to prepare a meal for the guest who had come to him. So he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for the man who had come to him. David flew into a rage against the man and said to Nathan, As Hashem lives, the man who did this deserves to die. He shall pay for the lamb four times over, because he did such a thing and showed no pity. And Nathan said to David, That man is you. Thus says Hashem, the God of Israel, It was I who anointed you king over Israel, and it was I who rescued you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and possession of your master's wives, and I gave you the house of Israel and Yehudah, and if that were not enough, I would give you twice as much more. Why then have you flouted the command of Hashem and done what displeases him? You put Uriah the Hittite to the sword, you took his wife and made her your wife, and had him killed by the sword of the Ammonites. Therefore the sword shall never depart from your house because you spurned me by taking the wife of Uriah the Hittite and making her your wife. Thus said Hashem, I will make a calamity rise against you from within your own house. I will take your wives and give them to another man before your very eyes, and he shall sleep with your wives under this very sun. You acted in secret, but I will make this happen in the sight of all Israel and in broad daylight. David said to Nathan, I stand guilty before Hashem. And Nathan replied to David, Hashem has remitted your sin, you shall not die. However, since you have spurned the enemies of Hashem by this deed, even the child about to be born to you shall die. Nathan went home, and Hashem afflicted the child that Uriah's wife had born to David, and it became critically ill. David entreated Hashem for the boy. David fasted, and he went in and spent the night lying on the ground. The senior servants of his household tried to induce him to get up from the ground, but he refused, nor would he partake of food with them. On the seventh day the child died. David's servants were afraid to tell David that the child was dead, for they said, We spoke to him when the child was alive, and he wouldn't listen to us. How can we tell him that the child is dead? He might do something terrible. When David saw his servants talking in whispers, David understood that the child was dead. David asked his servants, Is the child dead? Yes, they replied. Thereupon David rose from the ground. He bathed and anointed himself, and he changed his clothes. He went into the house of Hashem and prostrated himself. Then he went home and asked for food, which they set before him, and he ate. His courtiers asked him, Why have you acted in this manner? While the child was alive, you fasted and wept. But now that the child is dead, you rise and take food. He replied, While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept, because I thought, Who knows, Hashem may have pity on me, and the child may live. But now that he is dead, why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will never come back to me. David consoled his wife Bathsheba, and he went to her and lay with her. She bore a son, and she named him Solomon. Hashem favored him. And he sent a message through the Navi Nathan. 
he was named Jedediah at the instance of Hashem. Joab attacked Rabbah of Ammon and captured the royal city. Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have attacked Rabbah and I have already captured the water city. Now muster the rest of the troops and besiege the city and capture it. Otherwise I will capture the city myself and my name will be connected with it. David mustered all the troops and marched on Rabbah and he attacked it and captured it. The crown was taken from the head of their king, and it was placed on David's head. It weighed a kikar of gold, and on it were precious stones. He also carried off a vast amount of booty from the city. He led out the people who lived there and set them to work with saws, iron threshing boards, and iron axes, or assigned them to brickmaking. David did this all, this to all the towns of Ammon. Then David and all the troops returned to Jerusalem. John 16, 1-33 These things have I, Yeshua, spoken to you, that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time comes that whosoever kills you will think that he does God's service. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asks me, Where do you go? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it to you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. A little while, and you shall not see me, and again a little while, and you shall see me, because I go to the Father. Then said some of his disciples among themselves, What is this that he says to us? A little while, and you shall not see me, and again a little while, and you shall see me, and because I go to the Father. They said therefore, What is this that he said a little while? We cannot tell what he said. Now Yeshua knew that they were desirous to ask him, and said to them, Do you inquire among yourselves of that I said a little while? And you shall not see me, and again a little while, and you shall see me? Verily, verily, I say to you, that you shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and you shall be sorrowful, but your sorrows shall be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in travail, has sorrow, because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembers no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. And you now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man takes from you. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Hither before you have asked nothing in my name, ask, and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. These things have I spoken to you in Proverbs, but the time comes when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day you shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father, and am come into the world. Again I leave the world, and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, Lo, now speak plainly, and speak no proverb. Now are we sure that you know all things, and need not that any man should ask you. By this we believe that you came forth from God. Yeshua answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour comes, yes, is now come, that you shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Psalm 119.65-80 You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed your commandments. Before I was afflicted I went astray, but now I have kept your word. You are good, and you do good. Teach me your statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in your Torah. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. The Torah of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver. Your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. They that fear you will be glad when they see me, because I have hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right, and that you in faithfulness have afflicted me. Let, I pray you, your merciful kindness be for my comfort according to your word unto your servant. Let your tender mercies come to me that I may live, for your Torah is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they deal perversely with me without a cause, but I will meditate in your precepts. Let those that fear you turn to me and those that have known your testimonies. Let my heart be sound in your statutes, that I be not ashamed. Proverbs 16, 4 and 5 The Lord has made all things for himself, yes, even the wicked for the day of evil. Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Hear My Cry, O Lord, sung by Maranatha.
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 